understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up? Welcome to The Stranded Phase Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Stranded Podcast. We are here to help you embrace your stuck phase. The ish, whatever it is that you are going through right now is all before the glory. So let's jump right in. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I am just like all smiles this week because we've had our first round of like decent weather when I say decent in Florida, that means it's like 68 degrees. There's a slight breeze outside and it just puts a different level of happy on you because we haven't seen that type of weather. It's been like 10 months. It's been like 99 degrees for 10 months. So this is amazing. It just makes me so happy. Like doesn't the transition of weather just make you kind of like, ah, yeah. Anyway, guys buckle up because we got to talk. Like we really, really have to talk. And I'm going to talk about something that I have gone through and actually overcome. I'm so happy to say this because now when I hear other people talk about it. I'm like, man, you got to get out of that place. You have to get out of that place. And that is being upset or bothered or held back by unsupportive friends. Now, let me try not to say this in a derogatory way because I know somebody's like, yeah, my unsupportive ass friends. Correct. Every one of us have them. You have had your ride or die circle friends from high school or your girls you've been rocking with for two or three years now. And you started a business. You have started some type of venture. You have started modeling, you've started taking photos, gotten serious about sharing your story on social media. You have started doing something that is out of the ordinary, haven't you? Trust me, I get it. And what's even odder is that your rider dies can't quite seem to find a way to support you. I hear this all day long. Every mastermind we do, by the way, quick shameless plug, we have a new, another event coming up January 12th, 2020, going into 2020 for you to set that thing off right. It is the former Lady Boss Mastermind now called Innovative Income Summit. So we switched the name to Innovative Income Summit because we typically teach women how to build income, like from side hustle to start a side hustle to turn it into full time. And so I know every woman is looking for that level up. So that's what this event is all about. Mark your calendars for January 12th, 20. 20 here in Tampa, Florida. Anyway, you've started this business venture and you can't figure out why you don't have supportive friends or why your friends aren't rocking with you heavy, why they're not buying your products, why they're not buying your shirts, why they're not spending money with you. I hear this non stop. And it's typically in two ways that it's so bothersome to people. It's that one, they're not spending money with you. This is what I always hear. Like I'm selling products. I'm selling this. I'm selling that. And you would think my closest friends would support me hard. If it was me, I would buy everything. Even if it was something I didn't eat or I didn't use or something that I was allergic to, I would support my friend and buy it. And I can't believe all of my friends aren't buying my product. Okay. Let's establish that because I've got something for that. Number two, the other way that people get really upset and bothered about 
about friends not being supportive is they should be sharing my post. They should be, you know, at least motivating me, rocking with me. Hey girl, I see you. Good job. Congrats. That's so dope. Want to talk to me about it. Want to show love. Just want to help me share what I'm doing. And I don't get it. You know, it's crippling for a lot of people because they'll say that they get, you know, instead of support, they get odd questions from their friends. Like, you know, like, are you actually making any money from this? Is this, is this, you want to do this over your full-time job? Like whether you are in a network marketing company and you're selling products or you have started an online business and you are a coach or a consultant or you've started a blog or a magazine or a podcast or a YouTube channel. I hear the same thing from every woman that it's like, my friends aren't watching, they're not sharing, they're not supporting and they're asking me questions that just really mess with my confidence and it, I don't get it. I don't understand because I would never be like that. I would support my friends till the day I couldn't support them no more. I would support them to the end and I just don't understand. And I agree. I really do agree. I feel your pain. However, I need you to understand a few very important things here. Before you think I'm going to go calling out your friend and identify her as this hater, that's the other thing I can't stand is people will be like, "Ooh, your, your closest friends will be your biggest haters. You might have a few. You might have one or two that are literally just hating on you. But for the most part, your friends aren't hating on you. Them not supporting you does not equal hate. There's a, a whole handful of reasons they don't support you. So there's a few things I need you to understand about your unsupportive ass friends. And before I even acknowledge any of these things, I want you to understand that you too are probably not very supportive. I'm going to give you a really silly example. When I was younger, middle school, I had a really good friend. She was like my best friend. She lived down the street. We were super close. Like when we hung out, it was like, we just understood each other. We got each other. Like, you know, we were just tight. Granted, I don't talk to her anymore, but her dad got her into something called BMX racing in middle school. I think she started in elementary school, but which is like, I don't know if you guys know what BMX racing is, but it's like, I have a BMX track down the street from my house now, but you know, you literally race bikes up and down these hills and you race other people on bikes in like a four, I think it's like a three minute track race. And then you level up and you compete and yeah, all these things. Anyway, literally had on like a full suit and a helmet. Y'all, as much as I loved my friend, when she would talk about BMX, I've clearly remembered that I could not find ways to support her because I didn't get it. She'd go grab her helmet and be like, look at my helmet. I got a new sponsor. You know, Mountain Dew is like giving us money and this is so cool. And look at my new, you know, sticker. And I would be like, oh, that's so cool. That's so awesome. Like I was such a girly girl. I had no understanding for what racing bikes and why does this girl want to wear a long sleeve, long pants suit in the heat of the summer and a helmet and mess up her hair to race bikes. And I don't ever really remember toughly judging her, but I knew I could not relate. And therefore it made it extremely difficult for me to support her because I had no excitement. I could not hold the space for the same excitement that she had for what she was doing, frankly, because I just did not understand and I could not relate. So that brings me to the first thing. So we're gonna go over a couple things that I need you guys to understand about your non-supportive ass friends and some traits that you also might have is we need to have compassion for these people. And there's a lot of reasons why. So go ahead and identify that one friend you've been thinking about that you just can't for the life of you understand why she doesn't support your business ventures, why she doesn't show up to your events, why she doesn't buy your products, why she doesn't motivate you, hold you accountable, hang out as much anymore. Think about her and then I want you to hear some of these things. Number one, people cannot support what they don't understand. Prime example, the example I just gave. It is not hate. It is not degrading. It is just simply people cannot support what they don't understand. This is the same reason why we have such a hard time with political views with other people. People go 
from love to hate real quick when you two don't support the same political being. And it's because people can't support what they don't understand. So if one, if somebody sees this one very clear way and they can't see your side, now they can no longer support you. And that's a little dramatic. That's a little drastic example. But again, think about relatability. You may be so into photography and you want to take photos and this has become your weekend thing. You don't care about happy hour and birthdays and anything anymore because you are so committed to this vision of starting a photography business. And now your best friend, your ride or die, your person doesn't even refer people to you. Matter of fact, her coworker just asked her who could take photos of her and she didn't even refer her coworker to you. What the hell is going on? She can't support what she doesn't understand. And she only knows you one way. People put us in a box. They put us in a box that they don't expect us to get out of. That since as long as they've been your ride or die, they only see you one way. So if they have not grown and they have not prospered and they have not transformed or changed, you best believe they have a hard time believing or understanding that you have a transformation and you have changed. Baby, we can evolve. We can evolve, evolve, evolve. From day to night, women, we've got this powerful way of evolving all the time. And we have some friends that can't handle that. They have not evolved. They have not grown. They have not changed. Therefore, they can't hold that space for you. And because they can't relate, they also will not hold the same excitement for you. You cannot be about excited about something that you do not understand. I have lost a lot of friends to the internet marketing game. My new business is podcasting, podcast management, and internet marketing, digital marketing. I have so many friends that when I try to talk to them about what I do, they're like, girl, my head is spinning. That's where the conversation starts. We have to stops. We have to talk about something else because they don't understand. And how dare me try to expect them to get excited about something that they don't understand. Put yourself in their shoes. They don't understand. Therefore, they cannot support what they don't understand. Number too. I think I've said this on probably 10 podcasts, but I'm going to say it again for all of you listening. One of the best pieces of advice that I got is that your friends won't make you rich. Girl, your friends won't make you rich. If you made a bunch of t-shirts, if you started a clothing brand and expected that all your friends would buy it, the sad reality is, is they're probably not. Your friends won't make you rich. They're probably expecting a handout. If not anything, they're not going to shop with you. Strangers are going to be your sole connection. Strangers are going to buy from you when they hear your story and understand. This all ties into your people putting you in a box again. Your friends won't make you rich. Other people that want to be you or relate to you or feel a connection to you or attached to your vulnerability, those are the people that are going to buy from you. Your friends will not make you rich. So you holding them to the expectation of buying your product is bonkers to me. They won't make you rich. So holding them to that expectation is just, it's a failed attempt on your part because you have to deal with the letdown of, of your friends not meeting your expectations. Number three, I want you to really find some compassion for these people, right? So I could give you a thousand examples of this, but if they're your ride or die or your friend for a long time, you may or may not know what they're going through. And at the end of the day, you probably don't know their deepest securities because as female, we don't we don't do the best job at sharing that with everyone. So find some compassion for this person and understand it is probably not coming from a place of hate. We get so stuck in these thoughts of that our closest friends are probably like, who does she think she is? What does she think she's doing? That's not who she really is. I know the real her. Like she thinks she's gonna get rich off of that. She's a fool. I guarantee you most of the people that you surrounded yourself with don't actually ever 
say that. Again, they can't support what they don't understand and maybe dealing with some of the deepest insecurities that you don't even know about or misery or just things about life that don't even give them this space to worry about supporting you. Again, I could give you a million examples. Like the other day I had the strangest thing happen and it it just gave me so much compassion for this woman. I was at a store shopping around. There were two women working in the store. They were both nice as could be, like so nice to me, just pleasant hospitality. And I left the store, I went to the gym and then I was driving home, which was like an hour later and I was at this light and I couldn't go because there was like three cars in front of me, but the traffic was like pretty backed up. And so the woman behind me like blew the horn and I looked like laid on the horn and I looked in front of me and I'm like, oh, I can't go anywhere. So I don't know what she thinks I could do. So the light turns green, everybody slowly moves. We get around the corner, we make the turn. I turn, she zooms past me, rolls down the window, lays on the horn and flicks me a bird, right? I look over at her face. It was the woman from the store I was shopping in. Y'all, this was a completely different woman. This was a completely different woman than the one I saw in the store. She was mad. She was in a hurry. She was pissed off. And all I could think of in that moment was like, wow, first of all, I truly believe anybody that can really, really get into road rage has a deeper issue because that shit don't faze me at all. And so I was like, wow, like that woman was so pleasant to me in the store. And I'm just thinking that's her natural state, but I have no idea what she's going through. I have no idea if she's rushing to go get her son from school. I have no idea that if that her husband isn't, you know, waiting on her to get home to cook him dinner. I have no idea if, you know, she's miserable at that job and so ready to get home. I have no idea what she's going through. None. So in that moment, I was like, just have compassion for people because you never know what they're going through. And your closest friends, you're thinking, because it feels like this business venture you and this thing that you have started is your world. It's your baby. It's all you've thought about. It's kept you up at night. It's everything that you're focused on. This launch, this thing, this making money, it's so big to you. And you don't understand why someone doesn't have that same capacity for you. But you also are not willing to understand that they may have their own insecurities, their own fears, their own issues, their own certain circumstance happening right now, you know, loss, breakups, everything. And they don't look at your project as their baby at all. As a matter of fact, it's really not even on their agenda because they're spending most of their days just worried about tomorrow. So don't put the expectation on people to, again, like, have that same feeling and excitement for you. This is like trying to get blood out of a stone. If your people that you surrounded yourself with, which you guys probably have commonalities for reasons that are not where you are right now, that's actually my next one. But for example, like bonding off of common enemies, or these are your coworkers from a previous job, you guys connected off of something that has nothing to do with what you're doing right now. And you want them to evolve with you, but your timing is not their timing. You understand what I'm saying? So have some compassion for these people. Let me jump right into number four, because that's what we were just talking about. Number four, take a look at where these friends came from and then decide whether or not what your expectation is might be a little wild. If these are your friends from 15 years ago, that the only way you all bonded was off of common enemies. You both hated the same boss you had. You were coworkers at a toxic job that neither one of you work at anymore. These are your best friends from college that you only went to the club with. These were your roommates from college. These were people that, this is a girl you bonded with because you both shared the same boyfriend and now neither one of you are with him. And then you're wondering why when you level up, when you get to the next level, when you change, evolve, transform, and try to launch a business or do something productive, why these people that you grew with off of completely different circumstances don't support you. I'm gonna say this again, just like I did, or your time is not their timing. So for your expectation to be, for them to evolve and grow with you at the same pace that you have, and your commonalities or the way that you have bonded have been over completely different things, 
things, your expectation is actually a bit out of order. And I had to realize this about myself. Like for me to have these expectations for my friends was just wild. They don't have going on in their head what I have going on in my head. I've gotten a phase in my life two years ago where I was obsessed with growing, obsessed reading books, podcasts, you know, masterminds. I almost even got into this place where when I was talking to people, we were only talking about growth. I wasn't talking to anybody about anything else and or digging deep. And it's like, if these are things that you never talk to these people about with, and most of the time, all you guys do is talk shit, you know, you bond off of talking about other people, you know, and really, really, really be honest with yourself about this. When I hang out with my girl blank, most of the conversation we talk about our coworker, most of the conversation we talk about that boss that she can't stand, most of that conversation we talk about my fiance or my boyfriend or my, the relationship that I'm in that I can't stand, or we talk about my other girlfriend that drives us crazy and we like when she's not around. If that's what y'all bond off of, your expectation for your friend to evolve is far-fetched. And it doesn't mean that she won't, but understand you might be the ringleader. You might be the first person in your group of women to evolve, to take a leap, take a risk, take a chance, do something out of the ordinary. You can't expect people to move at your pace, especially especially when your connection is based off common enemies and dislike of others. Like instead, have some compassion and be willing to help them grow possibly. And if they're not in that place, because I know, woo, I know I have some friends right now that we have distanced ourselves from one another's because this is really all I talk about. And if you're not on this, this would get on your freaking nerves. And I get it. I get it. I can look at other people now and I'm like, why would I expect you to be where I'm at? That's crazy talk. Like, so be willing to share that with other people. If not, love them for who they are. Love them for who they are and then move them to a distance. And that's perfectly fine. I promise both of you will understand more than you think. Number five, I am gonna speak a little bit to the hater aspect of this, but I don't want you to hone in on this because I think this is few and far between, but it is real. So the nature of women is that we are just truly competitive. And as much as there's so much women empowerment out there right now, and there's so much on building community and empowering one another in order for us to have equal women's rights, we all have to empower each other in the workplace, as friends, in a community, all of these things. And I agree wholeheartedly, it doesn't change the fact that it common nature. We are competitive as can be. Like we are so competitive. And I truly believe this comes from competing for men. I really do. Because I think we're constantly trying to like claim our territory, claim our property. Did you guys have bullies? Like girl gang in high school? Because I got bullied like a, no, no, no. I take that back. Like when I say bullied, I don't want you guys to think I was like pushed up against a locker or anything. But I definitely had girl groups that I was in that I thought were my best friends. And then all of a sudden they would push me out and gang up on me. I'd become the, the fourth person that they didn't want to be a part of the group. I remember there was times in high school where that just tore me up. I remember going home to my mom one day and just boohoo crying. Like I thought these people were my friends. I don't understand. And my mom, I, re- I clearly remember my mom saying, you have to understand girls are mean. They're mean. And I said, mom, I would never do that to anyone though. And she was like, I understand that, but you can't have the same expectation for others the way you would treat others for others to do the same onto you. Maybe it's just time to find new friends. And she said, when girls get in a group of three or more, they will typically gang up on one another. And I was like, 
like, damn. And you know this is true because even as adults, you go to a bachelorette party, when you go to a function, a birthday party, going out, dinner, birthday dinner, all the things. It is clickish as can be. I keep wanting to say AF. It's so clickish. Think about it. You spend the whole evening with the girl sitting next to you. You don't ever talk to the girl across the table. We are so competitive. And I swear this is because like, I've heard men say this before. Men compete for women's attention. Women compete for women's attention. Like we don't put on fake eyelashes and dress up super fine for men. Most of the time, it's to prove to other women that we're the baddest. We're the best. We're the most good looking. I deserve this spot. I deserve this man. I deserve to be looked at. I don't care what y'all say. And you can go back to the external validation episode, but we are competitive as can be. And it is, I think it is, it comes from and is rooted in not all of it, but it is definitely rooted in our competition for men because we are beings that I just think if you go all the way back into the day, we were strutting our stuff to acquire a man to take care of the family. And so I think we just still have this competitive nature about us. And so understand that women are competitive and some of your closest friends will push you out because they simply don't understand, can't relate and are not fond of your recent success. They're just not because they want what you have. There is some of that out there. There's somebody close to you that wants what you have or they are paralyzed by the idea of how did you do that? They could never imagine themselves doing that. And so therefore they do not understand. And because they can't imagine themselves doing that, they don't want to acknowledge that you're doing that. So I don't want to hone in on the hate, but it does exist. It is out there. And maybe it's best for you to listen to some of these and try to identify the friends that don't support you. And maybe if there is one like that, then make that clear. Distance yourself from that person, but have some compassion for most of your friends because it is typically not what you think. Number six, create the community that does support you. So if you are sitting in a place right now where you are selling products, selling services, starting a business, and you are like, damn, I am doing this all by myself because I don't have any support supportive friends. Trust me, they're out there. They're just not the friends you have right now. Because remember, these are friends you started relationships with over other things. So they don't get it. They can't support you in this, but there are other women who can. So that's what I like. Again, that's what I like so much about network marketing companies. They tie the knot. They get together, lock arms, and they are in this thing together. And I love it because it's like, now you have found your tribe. Now you've found women that are passionate about the same thing that you are. And now you don't need the non-supportive ass friends because you've got new friends that understand your soul and understand understand your wants and your desires and can support you in those endeavors. It's amazing. So if you are doing something different that your friends can't seem to support right now, then go find your tribe. Go find your people. Go to masterminds. Go to women's networking events. Speak up. Talk about what you're doing, what you want. And if you still can't find it, then create it. That's the power of the internet right now. If you love to cook crazy meals and you want to see yourself on chop, then you need to create a community of people that love to talk about crazy recipes whether it be on Facebook, online, a blog site, whatever, create the community that you desire because I promise you out of seven plus billion people in the world, you are not the only person going through the struggle alone that you're going through. There's someone else out there that probably needs you to speak up and create what both of you don't have. Number seven, this is for you. The desire that we all have to be liked and not feel rejected is completely normal. It's literally in our nature to feel that way. We all want to, but what the other part that I want you to understand is this desire to be liked by everyone is not a need. You only need a few strong supportive people to lock in with to really be functional and to be like prosperous and successful. You don't need every one of your 72 friends to support you. You only need a few. So I want you to understand that it's almost a selfish desire you have that every single one of your friends, all the people that will be on your wedding invite list, all the people that are on your birthday list, all the people that you still talk to in your phone, all 17 of them don't need to support you. 
That's crazy. You only need a few. That's it. A few to lock in with, to feel supported, to feel like you have a backbone and to be able to really prosper and be successful. Number eight, this is my favorite. Like this is literally my favorite. And because this is the following line I hear from almost every woman. And I've said this myself. I hear this from every woman when they talk about people not supporting them. They say, so-and-so doesn't support me. They don't buy my product. They don't even like my photo. They don't this, they don't that. They don't, when I talked to her on the phone for an hour, she won't even ask me how business is going. And then right after they follow with, I would never treat her like that. I would support my friends as the day is long. I would do this. I would do that. What I want you to do is to stop holding other people to the standard you hold yourself to. They are not you. And this is not me saying that you are so much better than them. No, but where your mindset is right now, the capacity that you have, what you have learned and gained and are equipped with to support yourself and support other people, they just simply do not have right now. And so the huge letdown is the expectation that someone will treat us the way we treat them. And that is the oldest tale in the book. You've been told your whole life to treat others the way that you wanna be treated, but no one ever said that people would treat you that way in return. If you really on the grand screen, take a step back and look at your whole life, you could probably say 5% of the time people treated you the way that you treated them, correct? That's why you have so many failed relationships. <laughs> that's why you have so many failed friendships. Like that's why you for the life of you right now at your job can't figure out why you're striving so hard and being so nice and doing all these things and going above and beyond, but nobody's doing the same for you. Once you stop having expectations for people to treat you the way that you treat them is the minute that you really have true freedom. Like this may sound like a defense mechanism and maybe it is. And I always wonder, but like I stopped having expectations for people being like me a long time ago. Finally, like, thank God. Because when a friend calls me and is like, hey, how can I support your event, your upcoming event? I wanna help you. I'm like, that's great. And when I'm talking to a friend on the phone for an hour, another friend, and they're like, what are you doing next weekend? I'm like, oh, I have this big event. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. And they don't ask how they can support me. I'm like, that's great. Like, I have no expectations for my friends to be like me. I just don't. And it's because I am me, you are you. Why would I expect you to behave in the way that I do? We've had completely different upbringings. We have completely different expectations about life. We have completely different expectations about how we maintain our friendships and the importance of friendships to us, why would I have the same expectations for someone else for the same way that I hold myself accountable as a friend? No, no, it doesn't make any sense. Number nine, this might be number 10, y'all. I mess up these numbers every time. Understand that you are creating space. And so when you do have that friend that might be a hater, that might have crossed the line, that might be talking about you behind your back, because I get it, they do exist. The one that is just really shaming you for this journey you're on, it is 100% okay to distance yourself. It is 1,000 percent okay to walk away and understand that you are creating space that when one person moves out you allow space for new people to flow in naturally to your life that can connect with you just like I said with the network marketing companies like you do end up putting a lot of your friends to the side and so you make space for people to naturally flow to you that connect to you you know how many people I have met on this journey that I thought I would like I'm like we probably would have never been friends outside of this but we connect so well now because because we all have these commonalities and business and desires to push ourselves and just to have more and be more and get more out of life. The relationships I have created, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I'm this blessed. People that would do anything for me, people that would do anything to see me succeed, people that will be resourceful to no end to help me, my business, my emotional journeys, like all of it. And I would not have been able to make the space for them had I not put some people to the side that probably needed to be put to the side and distanced anyway because our relationships were created off of bonds on things that no longer 
serve me. So understand as you allow people to move out of your life, they probably deserve to. You're making space for people to come in, which is what you truly need. Like I swear y'all, this is 30. This is what 30 looks like. This is why as a 30 year old, oh my God, we had prayer the other, or Bible study at my house the other day. 10 women in a room and we all talked about how awkward we feel now about going out with girlfriends. And it just, it just really highlighted the fact that in our 30s, we struggle so much with friendships, so much with friendships. Because at the end of the day, whether you're willing to acknowledge it or not, as women, we are manipulative, we're catty, we're judgmental, we're just, we're too damn much sometimes. And so 30 is just, it's crazy to find your people, find your tribe, find your new friends, rid and wash yourself of the people that no longer serve you as you transform and evolve and grow, probably as a wife, as a mother, as a as a friend, just all of these things are evolving. And so you do need new people in your life. You do. And so you have to make space for those people by removing the people that are causing you drama. Like I really have to say this. It just messes with my mind when I hear people say that they have drama. Like, oh, there's just so much drama. I mean, I know at work you can't control that, but she's just so much drama and there's all this drama. And every time I'm around her, it's drama. And I'm like, boy, I can't think of the last time I had drama in my life over the last four years. There isn't a dramatic person in my life. There's just not. Because I have removed all of those people from my space and replaced them with people that we only bond off of positive stuff. And we've all got the capacity to call each other out on it. So we've all got the capacity to be like, hey, the last three days, you've been on some shit. You need to cut it out. And they'll be like, yep, that's why we're friends. Thank you for calling me out. I appreciate that. I don't need to be on that either. Let me fix what I got going on. Like that's all I want in my life. So make space for those people last but not least. And this is, I think the best way we can close this. If you don't let this go, this will be one of the most crippling things that will hold you back. As a matter of fact, it's probably crippling your growth right now. You probably could be six months to a year ahead of where you are right now if you weren't allowing yourself to be held up by non-supportive friends. Because at this point in where you're going and what you plan to do and truly stepping into your personal phenomenon or your power, you literally need to Spend the bulk of your energy unapologetically learning how to express your truest self. You gotta be out here acting like you get paid to be your full authentic self. I was thinking about it like this. Remember in high school, we all had some jacked up jobs. Like the other day I was driving down the street and it was a sign for Halloween costumes. And there was like this high school kid dancing around in a pirate costume with the sign in front of the Halloween costume place. And I was like, man, these high schoolers be having some jacked up jobs. And then I thought, man, I remember in high school, like all of my friends, we all had some really silly jobs. Some of us were just hostesses or this or that, but like some of us worked at a kid's zone and wore a whistle and a, you know, a button up shirt and watched kids all day. And some of us, we were willing to do these really silly things and we never made fun of each other to make money. That's kind of the way you need to look at this. Like you need to act like you get paid to be yourself. And anybody else that cripples you from doing that, the friends that you know that are talking behind your back and it makes you want to hold back and not express yourself online and not put yourself out there and not put yourself around these women, those people that make you feel that way are holding you back from a check. They're holding you back from a check. Like they're holding you back from being your truest authentic self. The very thing that empowers you, that helps you move forward, that will transform you into bigger, higher vibrations and places that you need to be, to be the person that you want to be, to serve the way that you want to serve, to really stretch yourself on another level. You have to unapologetically be exactly who you are. And when you're hearing me say this, I know you have somebody in mind that is holding you back from that. And it might even be your partner. It might be your significant other. It 
might be your bestie. It might be your damn mom, who I know you can't distance yourself from, and I get it. But the feeling that you have, you have to let go because those people are crippling you from being your most true, authentic self, who that person will build connectedness and showing up as that person will help you find your true people, your true tribe, and really get to the next level. And so I just want you to think about this, that you have to let go of these expectations of your friends supporting you because they are holding you back from a damn check. They're holding you back from being your true self. I feel like I went a little nutso on this episode, so I hope this was helpful. But for every person stuck in this place right now, wondering why you feel like you've done the most positive thing in your life thus far and the people closest to you can't support it, please, please, please consider these things because they matter. Have some compassion. Let go of the expectations. Create some space for new people to come in. Create the community that you desire. Embrace the competitiveness. Understand your friends won't make you rich and understand for the love of God, they will not support what they don't understand so they do not have the space to have the same excitement for your baby, your thing that you're doing like you do. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope this was helpful and I hope you can give some grace to your friends. I hope you have a wonderful week. Much love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.